0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. It is Monday night, it is Attitude Era Live Time, it is 89.1 KENS FM, and you have just broken into our live feed, and we are with you every Monday night, and we are having a good time, as always, like we like to do here on the show, and uh, as with me, as always, we have Granny Hulkster. How are you, Granny?
2: I'm well, thank you, Icon, very well.
1: And we have a special guest uh, host with us tonight because Big Swing is uh, off doing other things, and uh, he doesn't seem to uh, want to uh, break away from his bar business or his Monday night football business, which we can understand. But anyway, we have uh, a great fill-in tonight. We have Molly Jane. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you?
1: We're good. And uh we have our uh we have our first guest coming up here in about uh 5 minutes. Uh but uh, first, uh we want to introduce uh Molly. Uh she is now joining the 3 Timers Club. Uh this is the third time she's been on our show. Uh the first time she's co-hosted. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Molly, you got uh, some interesting things coming up on the horizon, do you not?
3: Yes, I do. Um the most recent, most, uh, the biggest news coming up is I will be doing my first Playboy Playmate shoot this December. So that, that's major.
1: <laughs> so now have you, um, have you already uh, done the pictures for the, uh, the magazine, or are you going to go, uh, uh, are you still have to shoot those yet?
3: We are shooting December tenth. Um, around the, uh, it's the same weekend as the Bunny Bash in South Carolina.
1: Now, are you so uh, are you so you'll be uh, doing the photos in December? So, does that mean you'll be in the January issue? Or are you going to be in the February issue or the March issue? What issue, or don't you know yet?
3: Um, we are shooting for the January issue, and uh, when they're available, I'll have them out uh, for purchase. <laughs>
1: All right, and uh, maybe, just maybe, and I'll understand if you turn me down for this, but uh, maybe you, uh, you'd you be willing to send one or two autographs uh, for giveaways for our big uh, 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 celebration show that we got uh, where we're going to try and earn some money for uh, Ken's M here uh, to help power the tower, as they say. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Now, uh, before we uh, go to our, uh, our first guest of the night, uh, We'll uh, t- uh, chat a little bit more with you, and then uh, we'll have some fun with our first guest. I know that she's on hold, and uh, I know that she can hear me, and we'll be going to you here in just a few minutes. So now I'm just kind of curious. You uh, you know, you're going to be in uh, Playboy, which is a really big deal. Uh, now, my question to you is, did they call you? Uh, did you call them? Uh, did you send in uh, pictures of them? Were you at a... Uh, we had a show or something, and one of the uh, publishers saw you. How did that all come about?
3: Um, I was actually referred uh, by Raven Kelly, and my photos were submitted, and they accepted my photos.
1: <laughs> and then did they send you, like, uh, did they call you on the phone? Did they send you an email? Did they send you a text? How did they let you know that, uh, hey, we're going to have you in our magazine?
3: Uh I've it was yeah, it was all through message- like email messages, yeah, that way
1: and uh how long after you submitted uh, uh your test photos did you find out
3: uh just a couple of days
1: now were you uh were, were you were you uh were you in competition with other uh ladies or were you unaware if you were or not?
3: Uh, I don't think I was. I know uh, Raven Callie, uh, her photos were accepted, so she'll be in the same issue that I am, and there was a few others as well that were accepted that I know of currently that will be in, at the Bunny Bash with us, so the same So now thing. is this
1: uh... – So now is this a is this like a uh, like a special shoot like, uh, you know, like I know they have like girls of the Big Ten and they have girls of the Pac-12 and stuff like that. Is it is it like that or is it like just like a straight, you know, the whole uh, centerfold thing, as they would say?
3: I know currently, like there's still a lot in the works since the photo shoot's not till December. We're still working on themes for each girl, and it's different theme things. And I know that we'll have a, a spread, in it. So there's a lot still being decided because it is
1: next month. Um,
3: and the issue is for January, so we we don't have. All a right.
1: Lot. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do. When you become uh, when you become Playmate of the Year. We'll have you back on, and uh, um, everybody that's ever, I'm serious, everybody that's been on that show, on this show, has gained great financial success, uh, except myself. Uh, Granny already had that success, and of course, Big Swing uh, earned enough money to buy a bar, and... uh, I uh, I'm still here in Fargo North Dakota where it's frigid cold but we <laughs> we love it here and I don't plan on leaving uh but uh if someone wants to uh give me that uh big contract uh, to come out and uh do something uh be in a movie, be in a TV show, um hey, you can even put me in a TV show and beat me up. I don't care. I'm 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 game for it. But uh here's what we're going to do here real quick. Uh we're going to take a quick little time out and uh We're going to uh, uh, thank our sponsor here real quick, and then we're going to go to our first guest. We'll see you in about 60 seconds. And it does cost just as a little as $10 a month, and we do have a little assignment for you. Uh, if you go to our Off the Roads page, you like that. You go to Ken's FM page on Facebook, you like that. Uh, shoot Ken a $10 a month donation to help power the tower, and uh, we will get you automatically qualified to win an autographed copy of said magazine, and uh, you'll be entered to win that uh, from Molly, and uh, you also will be um, have the opportunity to win a uh, – autographed uh, picture or some memorabilia from a past guest, a current guest, or a future guest. And speaking of current guests, I'm going to introduce our next guest right now as she steps out of the green room and walks down the aisle. She's stepping into the ring right now. She is on the mark, as they say. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Misty Marks. Hi, guys.
4: This is Misty Marks. You listen to the Attitude Area live on 89.1 tunes fm with your host the icon big swing and granny hulkster baby how you
1: doing good, Misty, good. how are you
4: i'm i'm great uh, on this monday night
1: <laughs> all right and i want to introduce you to our co-host you have uh granny hulkster on my left and you have uh molly jane on our right uh you guys can go ahead and say hello go ahead <laughs> hello
4: hi. hi ladies all right
1: all right, this is a uh, this is actually exciting for me. I'm actually on the I'm actually talking to three gals at one time. This is awesome for me. Anyway, uh so uh here's what we're going to do, Misty. If you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh I'll ask you a few questions, then we'll do a round table, and then uh, we'll come back and I'll ask you the tougher questions. So go ahead. Uh-oh, tougher questions.
4: Okay, well, I'm a 30-year-old wrestler. I started wrestling about 2 years ago. Um, I am originally from Houston, Texas. I currently reside in San Antonio, Texas. I am single and I love to travel.
1: Awesome. Now, uh, in your time in the the business, have you worked with many different companies, or have you stayed with uh, pretty much the same one?
4: Uh, there's been a few. Um, I've worked with Mission Pro, Dog Pound, Championship Wrestling uh, reality of wrestling, uh, galactic wrestling, just the name of a few.
1: And, uh, in the, uh, in your time in the, uh, with those companies, have you, uh, went for any titles or have you won any titles?
4: (laughs) Not yet. Not yet, but I'm pretty, pretty sure soon enough I will, I will get there.
1: Well, you know, there, there, there is good news. Um, who, uh, any time that any guest has ever been on our show and went for a title after they've been on our show, they have always won. We're like 5,000. And oh, uh, no, no guest that we've had on has ever lost. So you got to keep that streak alive for us.
4: I do. That that sounds like good luck to me. I'm going to just, I'm going to just rub all over the mic right now.
1: <laughs> uh, Mi- Misty Marks is our, Misty Marks is our guest here. We got uh, 32 minutes here with Misty and, uh, when you uh, when you wrestle um, with your wrestling style, are you a, a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? Or are you like a brawler like a like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Or in your case, like a Jazz or a China? Or um, uh, geez, I can't uh, I can't think of any uh, Nia Jax, maybe.
4: Oh, uh, I think I have a mixture of like maybe like uh, Jazz and Alicia Fox. Like, I can kick you high, but I also can beat you down at the same time.
1: And uh, would you consider yourself to be a baby face, a heel, an in-between, or are you more of a crowd individual? No, I think I'm more of a heel.
4: If you've ever seen any of my matches, you'll see that I'm ground and pound. I'm the I'm the one talking crap in the ring.
1: Well, this is going to be, uh, get really interesting. Hey, Granny, we have a heel here. <laughs> And uh, oh, yeah, we, we yeah. Uh, and uh, Granny, uh, we're going to let you talk to the heel. Uh, we have Misty Marks. We have 31 <laughs> minutes. Go ahead, Granny. What do you have for our heel? Go ahead.
2: Well, hello, Misty. I am Granny Holkster and I don't like the heels. I uh-oh, can talk Granny? some pretty good smack to people like you, and I have fun uh-oh. doing it. I mean, I have fun doing it. And as a matter of fact, I was at a show Saturday night over in Oklahoma called Wrestling for a Cause and they normally help um, children that are dealing with childhood cancer. But we have a young man
0: who is
2: a big, huge WFC fan like myself. Mm -hmm. And he is actually part of Special Olympics and him and his swim Mm -hmm. team are going to the Nationals next year in Orlando, Florida for the Olymp Special Olympics. And Friday he was in a swim meet and he got four blue ribbons. So they did a benefit show for Ethan and uh to raise money for him and his family yeah. to make that trip to Orlando next year. So we're very excited for Ethan. Uh we hey, have some wrestlers toss,
1: Wrestling for a Cause is a great nonprofit organization. We, we like to support our nonprofit organizations here on the show, definitely.
2: And we had we had some wrestlers uh, videotape some special messages for him. We even had the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, do a special message for Ethan. And I mean, he just absolutely was ecstatic when he saw. Jimmy Hart up there on the screen talking to him. So, uh, but I guess one of my questions to you is what has been one of your most interesting matches and who was your opponent and what kind of match was it? Um, most
4: interesting, um, I think the most interesting one is the one I did at uh, Mission Pro. It was against uh, Erica Torres, and the reason why is because that was the first time I was faced. So she was the heel in uh, that match. So it was hard for me to, like, step back and do the cheer for me role when I'm the one that's like, no, boo me. Well,
2: um, it's kind of funny you mentioned Erica Torres because I know her personally, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I give her plenty of grief at different wrestling shows that I have seen her at. I very am very familiar with Miss Erica Torres, the American right. Witch, as they call yes. her. Yes,
4: that's what they call her. And uh, if, you, yes. if you guys can go and watch that match on YouTube, you'll see that she she got me at the end, and I'm so upset. But, so she cheated. Um. I, I, I'm not going You gotta go watch the match. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. I'll okay, go watch she it. She
2: is. No, she is known for um, interfering well, you know, when she's not supposed to. <laughs> I'll put it that
1: way. <laughs> so, 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 yes, well, so I, Sylvester I, J. Fox would like her then.
2: Oh, I'm sure he. I'm sure Sly would like Erica Torres, because she's a heel just like him. So, yes. I know he would like her, so.
4: Uh,
1: Misty Marks is our guest here. We've got about uh, 28 minutes here with Misty. Uh, we're going to bring our other co-host in. Uh, I know that uh, Molly is, uh, you know, she's kind of new to the wrestling community, but uh, uh, she can definitely wrestle good on the pages of uh, uh, said magazine from the from a little before. But go ahead, uh, Molly, what do you have for our guest? Go ahead.
3: Um. Let's see. I was just wondering, how did you get your start? Like, what made you uh, passionate about it, wrestling? Oh, man. Uh, so I, I've been watching
4: wrestling since I was about nine. And uh, my mom kind of introduced me to it. She was a big fan. And so since I was nine, all the way up to my adult years, I just I was watching TV. If it was on on Thursday, I was there. If it was on Friday, I was there. If it was on Monday, I was watching it. I remember going in the house early just so I could catch the beginning intro. Um, and then uh, I think uh, my 28th birthday, uh, one of my friends was like, why don't you try wrestling? And I was like, what? No, you can't try wrestling. You have to be picked for that. <laughs> and so I got online, did some Googling, and I came across Reality of Wrestling. And they had a, a, a camp for like four hours. So I was like, oh, that's down the street. I'll go. I went there, took my first body slam from Ryan, uh, the bear and I the rest is history. I thought that was the most funniest thing I've ever done was took that body slam.
1: <laughs> wow. Now uh we have uh, we have uh Misty Marks as our guest here and we have uh twenty six minutes here with Misty, give or take a few minutes. Now, when you decided, uh, like you said, when you decided to get into the business, uh, did you have any heroes growing up that, uh, you know, that you that you idolized when you started or before you started?
4: Uh, before I started, I really looked up to uh, Alicia Fox and Randy Orton. Like, I love their style of wrestling and how they carried themselves in the ring. So I knew, like, once I got in the business, I want to be like them. I was... I just want to be like them. I want my craft to look like theirs. Uh if I can get any kind of rain that resembles Randy Orton, it would just I would be I'll be blissful.
1: And uh now um one thing I like to ask all our um all our independent uh, wrestling guests, you know, um uh, if uh let's say that you're at a show and like an official uh from uh I don't know, say WWE, and Ring of Honor is no longer available anymore, and uh, right. so just basically WWE and AEW. Of course, WWE, is they're releasing wrestlers left and right, but right. have you, um, If let's say one of their uh, officials comes up to you after the show and uh, they see you and they ask you, you know, hey, we're going to have tryouts here in such and such city next week. Um, now, two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, when you sign that big time contract, because you have the drive, uh, would you not big time us and still talk to us?
4: <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Um, yes, that's something absolutely will be a dream to have the one from that uh, <clears throat> from that platform to come and want me. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. And for two, of course, all you got to do is reach out to me like you did before.
1: All right, uh, and uh, the best example of that uh, to to date is Kenzie Page. Uh, she was 17 when uh, we were actually her first interview ever, and uh, I got a call from Big Swing telling me to turn on the TV, and there she was in AEW, and I'm like, wow, that's Kenzie Page. And like I said, she was 17 when she first uh, interviewed with us, and uh, after the show, I called her up, and she said, hey Icon, I got a few minutes, uh, I can. Uh, uh, I can talk to you. And I'm like, well, I just want to make sure that you're still talking to me. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I said, hey, you kept your promise, and uh, that's basically it. I'll let you get back to what you're doing. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, to think. Uh, I, I still say that there is a, uh, a WWE official or an AEW official that listens to this show, and um, they uh, – you know, they uh they get uh ideas from our guests uh for who they should book and who they shouldn't. But we do have a caller on the line here. I don't know who this is. Uh, I don't know if it's a question for Molly, I don't know if it's a question for um uh, uh, for you per se, but uh what I'll do is I will put them on and uh we'll see if uh um and uh caller eight one five, uh PG language, whatever it is, thank you. How you doing tonight? Good. Who's this? My name's Piggy. Okay. Piggy.
3: Piggy.
5: Which Hi, question? Piggy. Oh. Are...
3: Hi. Hi. Do
1: you have a Hi, question? Who, and who? Do you have a question I'm for Molly? Do of... you have a question for Who do you have well, a question no, for? I'm one
5: of Molly's friends.
1: Um, oh, okay. I'm also a professional wrestling fan. Um Okay i been following wrestling for probably close to close to 40 years. I'm I'm not young. <laughs> no, I just wanted to call and say hi to Molly. Wish her the best of luck in everything she does, and just keep climbing for the top. Oh, well, thank we do you. appreciate we hey we do appreciate you calling in, uh, Piggy. Um, and i'll tell you what uh we want you to continue listening and uh, maybe uh you can uh call in uh you know uh regular um maybe we can even have you if you're a wrestling fan maybe we can have you co-host with us a couple times you never know all right uh just look for icon on facebook uh send me your contact yeah. information we'll get that we'll get that set up for you all right all right appreciate it sir all right thanks for your call buddy thanks
2: for calling in Thank
1: you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, uh, I always get nervous every time we get a, uh, un, un unscheduled <laughs> caller because you don't know if they're, they're going to yeah. uh, call. Yeah. We, yeah. See,
2: ladies, we, had, we used to have a problem before we started on Ken's FM radio station. We used to have a problem with a caller that would call in and they would flush the toilet. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes.
4: Oh,
2: yes. yeah.
4: Wow. Yes.
2: Now, Misty, I have a really quick question for you um, Go ahead. because I know you said you're from Texas. I have a lot of wrestling friends that actually wrestle down in Texas, and you probably know some of my wrestling friends. I probably are you know familiar,
4: them
2: all. <laughs> are you familiar with Miranda Gordy?
4: I am. I know who she is, but I have not crossed paths with her. Uh, yeah, we have not crossed paths.
2: Well, she's a pretty awesome. I mean, she made an appearance on AEW Dark um, when I believe when they were in St. Louis. And so I'm personal friends with her. And, of course, I know a lot of male wrestlers in the Texas area. I don't know who you all know. I mean, but I was familiar because you mentioned something about Dog Pound Championship Wrestling.
4: Mm -hmm. That's where I'm currently at.
2: Yeah, I'm a little familiar with that. I'm. I don't know if I know of anybody that's actually wrestling there right now, or that has wrestled there. But like I said, I have a lot of wrestling friends that wrestle in the Houston area. Um, matter of fact, uh, one of my friends from Oklahoma actually had a triple threat match with Angel, Angel Camacho and um, try to think who the other gentleman was. I can't think of his name right now, but. It was on Saturday on November 13th. And, and of course, I know Angel Camacho quite well, too. So, yeah, you talk about a heel. Let me share a funny story. (laughs) He comes up and wrestles at a show up here in Arkansas where I live uh, in Mulberry called Down South Championship Wrestling. And Angel Camacho, Molly, is like this guy's probably like 400 pounds. I mean, he's huge.
4: Wow, and he
2: came out one night, and of course, you know I said, "Hey, ugly," and he looks at me and he says, "Well, who are you with, you crazy old woman?" And I pointed to my husband, and he looked at my husband and he says, "And hey, you have the nerve to call me ugly, look who you're with, old lady <laughs> the nerve and uh oh, and Molly,
4: yeah,
1: you yeah, yeah, have, Molly, you can tell he's. Molly, you can tell he's one of those so guys much- that does read the articles.
2: I have so much fun. I have so much fun at these wrestling shows with these wrestlers. And I'm not afraid. I mean, I've had dinner with people like Caxon, Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer. I mean, I know the rock and roll spread personally. I actually have a picture of me wearing Robert Gibson's WWE Hall of Fame ring on my finger. He put it on my yeah. finger for the picture, and I didn't even ask God. if I could wear it. So, you know, that was,
4: oh, that was a true honor for me,
2: let me tell you.
4: So sounds like you have a lot of great stories, Granny.
2: Oh, I do. I have a lot of great memories over the years. I mean... I've met a lot of great people, a lot of great wrestlers, and I, yeah, I'm not related to any of them, but I consider them all part of my extended family. So, uh,
1: Misty Marks is our guest here. We got about 18 minutes here with Misty. One thing that uh, I'm going to ask you, and we're not going to we're not going to spend too much time on it because it is still kind of depressing. But, uh, you know, we we went through COVID. You know, I thought we were turning the corner, and then it kind of came back, and now I think it's kind of pulling back again, but uh, kind of take us through how um, COVID affected your career. Did you have to uh, Did you lose a lot of days? Did you have days that are postponed, that'll be rescheduled? Uh, Did you have to blank out your calendar to a certain point? Kind of take us through how it affected you.
4: Well, um, I just started, uh, well, when the COVID hit, I was in the process of just still training. I wasn't actually, like, I didn't have any matches yet. So that was kind of a plus, plus. and um, yeah, I was just—I ain't gonna lie—I was miserable without wrestling. Like all I could do was watch it on TV. I couldn't actually perform in the ring. So I think those like eight nine months was the roughest time of my life. And uh, when I finally did get back into the ring, it was—it was like a breath of fresh air. So um, that wasn't really nothing for me to cancel and get back into because I wasn't officially having matches. I started having matches actually this year, 2021. So it worked out for me in that aspect. I didn't have to cancel anything. But not training was still hard.
1: All right. We do have another caller on the air. Uh, this is going to be uh, area code 832. Uh, PG language, please. Uh, My friend of mine. A caller, what's your question?
3: Hi, this is A-3-3? Annie, and I was, I was. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm, oh, go okay,
3: ahead. cool. Um, hi,
4: this is Annie. Um, I was calling to tell Misty Mark that she is flipping awesome. Um, I love her persona. She's like super badass and confident. Um, I've been able to see one of her, <laughs> her matches live, and it was really great. I had a great time, and I just wanted to say she's amazing. So well, I'll tell you Thank what, you so um, much,
1: Annie. <laughs> and Andy, if you uh, do us a favor, uh, go to our Off the Roads page on Facebook. Go to Ken's FM page on Facebook. And uh, also, if you uh, you can do the $10 a month to help out Ken, uh, we'll get you uh, qualified to uh, win an autograph uh, from uh well, Misty or Molly or uh, Granny Hawks are going to have some autographs, because no one wants mine. Uh, I put my <laughs> autograph on eBay. Um, true, true story. I actually put my autograph on eBay, and uh, someone sent a message to me saying, how much are you going to pay me to take it? <laughs> 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 Thank you, Big Swing. You I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Thank you for your call, and we hope you keep listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. Uh we have uh Misty Marks, I guess. We got about fifteen minutes here with Misty. Now, uh, so we can do this here real quick. Uh if uh, our fans want to check you out and see it, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got?
4: Oh my god, you just said so much in that little sentence. <laughs> But um I do have Facebook. Uh you can find follow me at Misty Marks with an S and with two I's because I'm twice as better than everyone. And you can also find me on Instagram at Misty Marks as well and on Twitter Misty marks. Um and uh just follow me. You know, I don't post much but I mean I'm beautiful, so you could I mean, that'll work.
1: That's awesome. Uh and uh, yeah, I was I was gonna ask you about that. Uh, the two eyes um, is that be? Uh, I was gonna say you 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 spell Misty with two eyes at the end. I was just wondering is that because uh, everybody's blinded by your beauty when you come out to the ring? Is that what is that why it was?
4: Yes, and it's because I'm twice as better, and I have multi, I wear multiple hats, so I transition from referee to wrestler, so that makes me twice as better. I know both ends of the ring.
1: So well, what was that like? the transition from uh, becoming a uh, from becoming a a uh, uh, a referee to a wrestler was it was it an easy transition because you already knew uh, basically the ins and outs, or uh, how did that work for you
4: it was at, at first, I thought it would be difficult because uh, they would only see me as a referee, but after um, transitioning over to wrestling, I realized I understand a lot more because' a referee. Um, I can see okay, this he comes to three count, let me stop. I know all the rules. So as a heel that makes me better. Like I could beat you down and look at the referee like ha ha, I already know that. Shut up. So <laughs> it was it was easier. <laughs>
1: uh, Misty Mark's right yes here. We've got about thirteen minutes here with Misty. And uh, actually the uh the um the interview's actually moving uh quite faster than uh usual. Uh you uh, Usually it uh uh usually it uh, takes uh you know, uh till just about the end till I get to that, but uh we're just kinda like moving uh we're just like moving right along here. Uh which is good. But uh let's uh, kinda talk about uh, you know, your upcoming schedule, uh, Misty. Uh when is your next event? Where is it? Uh do you know who your opponent is? Um kinda take us through your, your schedule for the next uh couple weeks or through the end of the year.
4: Okay, so um, the day after Black Friday at the Dog Pound, um, I will be facing Jasmine and Laura. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, but um, Mm -hmm. I will be facing her at the Dog Pound in San Antonio, Texas, so you can check me out there. Uh, Also, um, my next one would be um, on the 18th of December at uh, APW in um, Uvalde, Texas. And um, I have a few bookings uh, in the works for January. I'll keep you guys posted on that.
1: All right. And then, uh, you know, if you, uh, you know, and uh, once uh, things get going uh, again for you, uh, like, if you uh, if you have any title matches coming up or anything like that, we'd like to, uh, you know, we'd like to uh, get you back on the air with us again. Uh, we're not ready to say goodbye yet, but uh, we, um we would definitely like to have you back on again. Uh because you're uh one of the uh one of the few that uh actually did not get mad at me uh texting you at uh two o'clock in the morning. Uh I do apologize <laughs> for that. Uh it's okay. You know, uh and I will kind of give you guys a little background about that. Uh I I I sent her the wrong date to confirm what day she was supposed to be on. And My I partner. uh Yeah, and I felt so bad about that. Then I had to call and apologize, and I forgot what the time zones were. So she's like, you know, it's 2 in the morning. And I'm like, well, I do now. But uh, anyway, why don't I call you back uh, uh, after the rooster crows at dawn or something, you know. But anyway, we do have another caller on, uh, uh, and uh, the area code is 408. And remember, PG language, please. Uh, go ahead. Caller 408. What's your question and who would you like to talk to?
6: Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. This is Tony. I'm from San Jose, California. And, Mm -hmm. uh, can I put, can I promote a wrestling show? Uh, the, uh,
1: Bay area here. Uh, you, yeah, you can, uh, you can, uh, you, you can tell us uh, how uh, uh, where they can get information for you. You can't give ticket price or anything, but you can promote it. Sure, go no, ahead. And then what I want you yeah. to do after we're done yeah. here, send me a message on um, Facebook Messenger, and then we'll uh, get you booked on the show as a guest as well.
6: Y- yeah, okay. Well, you can find us at Facebook at South Bay Championship Wrestling. That's Facebook South Bay Championship wrestling and uh, we're going to be running a show on friday february 4th in santa clara uh, california
1: and uh, that's uh, south bay championship wrestling that's south bay that's one word correct
6: yes yes it is all in one word south bay championship wrestling
1: and you are you are the owner of the promotion sir
6: well, uh, I kind of help out, yeah, and uh, I'm I'm like uh, good friends with the uh, owner of the uh, company.
1: Well, I, I'll tell you what. I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to send them a message, and uh, what I'd like you to do is let them know that uh, they're going to get a message from the icon, and uh, we'd like to uh, have them on the show uh, to promote them. Maybe get some wrestlers and stuff on, and uh, we uh, definitely would like to do that for you guys.
6: Yeah. Oh, I would really appreciate that. Really, thank
1: you. All right, so cool. much. Well, yeah. Well, here's what we want you to do. Uh, let's get you uh, qualified as well. Uh, go to our off the roads page on Facebook. Give that a like. Go to Ken's FM 89.1. Give that a like, and uh, if you can do the ten dollars a month to help power the tower, uh, we'll get you qualified uh, to win an autograph from uh, well, uh, from either from Molly or from Misty or uh, me. Well, not me. No one wants my autograph, but uh, maybe Granny or uh, a past guest or a future guest. Uh, that's your homework. Go ahead and do that, and we'll get you set up. All right.
4: Yeah, I know your on really. His shows. I'm not booked for that yet, you know. <laughs>
1: uh, all right,
6: yeah, Ken, I know Ken really good there. He's a good friend of mine there too.
1: Really? Well, I'll have to yeah. tell him that. Uh, I'll, I'll have to tell him you called in.
6: Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, sure. And I all might, right, thank. Uh, thank you. T- yeah. All right.
1: Go. What was your name? Tony. Tony. All right. Well, thanks for your call, Tony. We want you to continue listening. Thank you.
6: Well, and I'll pass the word on
1: and hopefully you'll get more listeners. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate it. Thank you, Tony. All right. You're welcome. All right. Wow. Hey, Molly and Misty, you guys are bringing callers to the show. I appreciate that. Thank you. We got, we got Misty Marks. We got six minutes. Um, so, now, one other thing I was going to ask you, uh, Misty, is, uh, you know, uh, we we talked a little bit about uh, AEW and WWE, and we're going to kind of touch on this a little bit. You know, I don't know if you guys uh, that are listening right now and my co-hosts here that are listening, but, you know, the WWE, they just cleaned out their roster. Like, they just went full on. And, they, I mean, everybody from Nia Jax, uh, you know, uh, I I couldn't believe that. So here's the question well, I'm going to pose to uh yeah, here's a question I'm going to pose to you Misty and Granny uh and Molly if you want to chime in if you have an opinion on this but um uh do you think with all the talent with all the talent that's out there right now, do you think that uh, there's going to be uh maybe another wrestling promotion that'll start out or do you think that AEW is going to get all these people uh, all these wrestlers and sign them up? What do you think?
4: I'll let you go first
2: Oh well I you know I know a lot of wrestlers Have have ended up going to AEW you know that used to be Part of the WWE and You know I look for more To maybe you know Maybe end up there I don't know You know I mean you know like you said Ring of Honor you know they're They're done Um, you know New Japan you know they're, they're still out there. So who knows? I mean, you know, but I have a feeling that AEW is going to get, you know, and, you know, and it's possible some might go to impact too, you know, so who knows? I mean, I, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I don't like to speak for anybody because, you know, I don't know what they're wanting to do, you know, or if they've even been contacted, you know, but it's, you know, it's, and it's gonna be their decision, you know where they go, you know what they wanna do, so uh, well,
1: really, what, well what do you think as uh, Misty? well misty as an independent wrestler, what do you think um more of a chance to either get to the w w e or a e w
4: uh i don't know um i know that uh AWWE is like the biggest promotions out there, but there are also other places people can go. So uh, just to piggyback off what Granny said, yeah, I mean AEW could pick up most of this talent, but they all can't go there. Like, so I'm pretty sure maybe some will go back to the Indies. Maybe they'll miss the indie scene, or some of them will go to Impact.
1: Well, you know, speaking of uh, you know independent wrestling, you know, um, uh, with, with that with that being said, uh, you know. Um, there might be a spike in independent wrestling uh talent as well with all these uh you know cuz you know you you can go and do something else but if you if you're born to be a wrestler and you're trained to be a wrestler you know it it's kind of hard to just give that up and like go do like a uh 8 to 5 job whatever Absolutely, you know? yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: well i mean i, I you
2: know and ahead. that being said also A lot of my independent wrestling friends that I've known for quite some time, a lot of them have been making appearances on AEW Dark. Matter of fact, our WFC heavyweight champion, Luke Langley, he just had a tag team match on AEW Dark just like last week. Tuesday, I believe it was a week about a week ago, and you know, uh, Fuego De Sol. He used to be part of WFC. He was an mm-hmm. independent wrestler, and he's on a he, he's on AEW right now. Um, Chandler Hopkins. Uh, he's made an appearance on AEW Dark. Um, Will All Day. Um, my goodness, the list just goes on and on and on. And you know, I like I said, I know a lot of independent. Wrestlers, Um, I know my very good friend Barrett Brown from Texas. He does a lot for uh, New Japan Wrestling right now too. So,
4: um, you know, a lot of independent wrestlers are getting their names out there. Yeah, uh, a couple of them I, um, you know, I've trained with like Will All Day, as you mentioned, and um, they're awesome. I just, I just, it makes me happy to see them you know, get on a bigger platform. I just hope that, you know, with all the WWE wrestlers being uh released, that, you know, they don't go back. Like, you know, people forget about them, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see, Misty
2: Will Alday used, used to wrestle up here in Arkansas for a company called WCWA. They don't run anymore. So I'm very familiar with Will Alday. Will Alday and I, we've had our round and round before. <laughs> Matter of fact. Matter of fact, I, I was at a show one day, and I had been to a, a special meeting, and we had an installation ceremony, so I had to dress up. So I didn't have time to go home and grab my granny shirt, you know, that I wear to all the wrestling shows, you know. It's like, is this what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? And I honestly did not even think about it. And I grabbed my pretty purple, bl- my purple shirt, you know, my purple blouse to wear with my skirt, Uh-oh. you know.
4: Uh-oh.
2: And oh my God, naturally he was wearing his purple that day for the show. Yep. And he comes out before <laughs> the show and he sees me, oh, Granny, my queen, you're wearing my colors. And he comes out, you know, before the match, oh, we're the power purple couple, we're, we're twins. And oh my God, he was going on and on and on. And, and of course my son, he's just laughing about about the whole thing, he says,
1: "Mom, you got roasted like a Thanksgiving turkey." <laughs> uh, M- Misty Marks is our guest here. We got about uh, we got about five seconds here. Uh tell you what, Misty, I do appreciate you joining us tonight. We thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, I do appreciate you taking all my calls at two in the morning, which won't ever happen again. <laughs> but I do I do appreciate you so much, and thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule to join us. We appreciate it. Thank you.
4: Thanks, Misty. No, thank you so much. Thanks thank for you for having me on. I enjoyed myself. I hope you guys do great in your endeavors, and I will look forward to that Playboy. Yes.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right, Misty Marks, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, we're going to get to our next guest here in about. Uh, we have uh, we got to uh, pay a little bill to our sponsor. Uh, we will be back in about sixty seconds.
7: As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you, who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kenzfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost. That's as
1: little as $10 a month. we about uh, Ken's FM by doing that for us. And uh, our next guest is ready and waiting in the ring, uh, Wings. So stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, he is bringing the hardware to the ring as he steps through the ropes. Right now, we have Lucine Rainrick. Uh, hello. How are you?
5: I am doing well. How are you?
1: Good. Uh, I was kind of hoping you'd uh, shoot that promo real quick, but uh, uh, then we can uh, go ahead. Do you have it?
5: Uh, I wasn't even prepared for a promo, to be honest. No one told me about a promo. Uh, All right. Well, Um, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll send it to you again real quick here. Well, maybe I didn't send it to you. Oh, that's my (laughs) fault. All right, let me send it to you here real quick, and then uh, I will – yeah, I did send it to you with a call-in number, but uh, I'm sure this is riveting for everybody else. I'll just send it to you real quick, and then you can go ahead and read it, and we'll uh, have fun with the interview. All right. Did you get it?
5: Yeah. Yeah. All right, one second. Well, are you?
1: Whenever you're ready, go ahead.
5: Hello, this is Lucian Ringrooks. You're listening to Attitude Error Live on 80, 89.1 Ken's FM with your host the Icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. <laughs>
1: Alright. We have uh, Lucian as our guest here and we have about twenty eight minutes here. Uh Lucian, I want to introduce you to our co host. We have uh Granny Hawkster on my right and we have Molly Jane on our left. Uh say hello gals, how are you? Hi. Hello,
3: nice to meet you.
1: Hello. All right. Nice to meet so you too. uh Lucian, uh you uh uh you uh what I'd like you to do here is if you want to give us a quick little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, have some fun with the interview. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Um, yeah. I'll start with my name. how I got my name. I actually combined uh, two different um, video game characters together to create my name. Um, the <clears throat> Lucian part is from Oblivion, uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, Lucian Legitant. And Brainworks is from a game called Evil Zone. Um, I've been wrestling for about seven years now, uh, up and down the East Coast of the United States. My main fed that I work for is Delta Wrestling Alliance, which we are having a event Saturday uh, called Vendetta.
1: Awesome. Uh, we have Illusion as our guest here. We have uh, 25 minutes here with Illusion. So my question is, with your wrestling style, uh, because of your um, because of your name, are you uh, are, are you a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like a uh, Bret Hart? Are you a brawler like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? What's your style?
5: Uh, honestly, I'm more of a brawler, uh, but I do do some flashy moves every once in a while. Um, I have I actually have like ten different mists fast spit at people. And they all have, like, different effects and stuff. Uh, yeah, so I'm a heel. So, yeah, I do a lot well, of fantastic.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that was that was my next question. Do uh, you consider yourself to be a babyface, a heel, and in between? You kind of stole my thunder there. But uh, we'll we're, we're <laughs> right. talk about the miscue... Yeah, no, that's fine. We'll talk about The Mist here in a second. I'm kind of curious. It's very, uh, as Bruce Pritchard would say, that's very kabuki-ish, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But uh, before we do that, we have uh, Lucian as our guest here. We've got 25 minutes. Granny, he's a heel. I didn't even get to introduce that, so what do you got for our guest? Go ahead.
2: Wow, it seems like we've got a lot of heels on tonight. Well, this is Granny Holkstra, and Granny doesn't like the heels. Granny does not like people like you. I have fun hollering at people like you and being the wrestling fan that I am. And I'm not just the average wrestling fan. I mean, I have been told by various promoters that, they thank me for being at their shows because I kind of like I'm the little cheerleader. I kind of help get the crowd going. I'm not afraid to stand up and start booing somebody or cheering for somebody. And I tell somebody, hey, if you don't know who to boo for or cheer, just watch me. I'll show you who to you know who to cheer for. And I've had people get in my face, tell me to sit down and shut up you know, don't I have a curfew at the nursing home before, you know, sit down and shut up before I break a hip. So, I mean. So,
1: Lucian, she'll she'll get the pants to turn on you. Well,
2: I don't think I'd even have to do that. I mean, I I think, you know, if he started talking smack to me, I think um, I'd be talking it right back. So, I guess one of my questions for you is, if you had any kind of dream match, what kind of match would you want and who would you want your opponent
5: to be? Ooh, okay. Um, When I got into the business and everything, growing up, I always idolized people like Raven, uh, Vampiro, Jimmy Jacobs. I would honestly love to have a match, any kind of hardcore match with um, any of them, to be honest. I think it would be a lot of fun. Not like a death match, death match, because I don't do death matches. (laughs) But like a horrorcore match or a ladder match or something like that with either Raven, uh, Vampiro,
1: or Jimmy Jacobs.
2: That would be awesome.
1: That's awesome. Uh, Lucian's our guest here. We've got 23 minutes here with Lucian. Uh, uh, Lucian, I want to introduce you to uh, our, our guest co-host. Uh, it's Molly Jane, and uh, she's going to be in the uh, January issue of Playboy Magazine. Uh, she's uh, one of our more famous I guess Uh, you're, you're famous too. I know that you're more famous. You guys are more famous than me, but uh, Molly, what do you have for our guests? Go ahead.
3: Um, I'm, I guess I'll ask the same that I asked Missy, like what made you want to wrestle? Like what made you get into it? How'd you get your start?
1: And being on the show and being able to meet Molly is not an answer.
5: (laughs) Uh, First off, congratulations on that, Uh, the Playboy shoot. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. (laughs) The wrestling stuff, though, like I have always been a fan of wrestling. I remember the the very first uh, pay-per-view I actually watched was Royal Rumble in 1994. And from then on, I was like hooked. I, I mean, I've loved wrestling ever since I was a kid. I'm 31 right now. So ninety four I was four years old watching wrestling and stuff and that well that's as far back as I can remember. How I got my start in the business was I met a guy named Lumberjack Monroe. He wrestled for FWS and other stuff and he took me around to like different companies and stuff on the east coast and trained me.
1: That's awesome. Uh Lucian's our guest here. We have twenty two minutes here with Lucian. Now uh my next question and then we uh we got to do a, a legal id here in a little bit. Uh before I, when I ask this next question here, uh you know um the uh you know when you when you decided to get into the business, uh you know you mentioned that you looked up to Raven and uh, uh a few others. Do you uh do you feel like you want you try and uh Complement uh, their their the same wrestling style that they have, or did you develop one of your own? Oh,
5: yeah. That's the funny thing. Um, yeah. See, when I, I I hate to go off on a little tangent, but um, Mick Foley. Well, I'll tell you what. Interview. Why don't we do this? But before, okay. before
1: you do that, let's take a quick pause. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pay the bills here real quick, and then uh, we'll come back, and then you can answer that question. Okay? Sounds good. All right. And we are back here on 89.1, Ken's FM. Uh, continue the interview with Lucian. We have 19 minutes. Uh, okay, Lucian, go ahead with the uh, – uh, you can answer the question. Go ahead. I'm sorry for the interruption, but go ahead.
5: It's cool. Um, like I said, to go off on like a little tangent, McFoley said in an interview, when you make your character in wrestling, you pick a few uh, people that you idolized growing up, and you like pick and choose a little bit off of each of their plates. To create your own um, your own gimmick and stuff. So, with that said, I don't really incorporate their style. However, I do do like homages to them. Like my finisher is a Ripcord DDT, and Raven always did a uh, DDT and stuff. So I add like a little homages to people, and um, the like with the Mist and stuff. Uh, I always love Great Luta as well. So, again, I, um, <laughs> I know he only spit, like uh, I think he did like a max of three colors, but I have ten different ones. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that in a second. But before I do that, um, one thing I do want to ask you um, is your um, you know we had uh, you know we had COVID, uh, and we won't spend too much time on this, but you know we had COVID. And uh, I'm just kind of curious if you could take us through how that affected uh, your career and what you're doing. Did you have a lot of dates canceled that will be rescheduled? Uh, Did you have to blank out your schedule uh, to a certain date? Uh, Kind of take us through how it affected you.
5: It affected me for the first four months. And then um, I found groups, like wrestling groups and stuff, uh, that did like underground shows and stuff so that – I could still be in ring shape, like so that I wouldn't just be sitting all day not doing anything, you know.
1: Right. So, uh, Lucian's our guest here. We got about uh, sixteen minutes here with Lucian. Now, um, and I, like I say, I want to. We're going to come back to the mist here in a second. Uh, but uh, if our um, if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. What do you got? I
5: have you can honestly find me on uh Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Uh YouTube is either Delta Wrestling Alliance, um, where it I have like like all my matches that I did for them. Uh RCW Renegade Championship Wrestling. Um my Facebook and my Instagram is Lucian Rainrix. It's just my name.
1: And uh, we had a fan that uh, asked us, you know, uh, on our Facebook page and on uh, on Off the Ropes and on uh, Ken's FM page, uh, the promo picture that we made for you, someone was uh, uh, asking about, uh, on the, in the promo picture, the thing that you're holding, is that like a lightsaber, or what is that?
5: No, that is actually a kendo stick. Um, I make my own kendo sticks, basically. It, it's just, it was just a red kendo stick. I always have a... Purple kind stick, two black candlesticks sticks, one with rubes carved in it, a silver candlestick stick and a white er and a yellow and black kind stick
1: now uh we'll uh we'll uh uh everybody's kind of a- asking about this you know you kind of touched on it uh the whole uh you know you mentioned uh you know the mist and I'm just kind of curious uh you know you have different color mists now uh we we do try to keep k on the show, and uh, you know we don't want to give away too many secrets. But uh, tell us uh, the different colors and uh, how each color the de- uh, incapacitate not decapitates incapacitates your opponent.
5: <laughs> uh, That'll be a nifty little trick, wouldn't it? Have a decapitated my opponent.
1: <laughs> right. Uh,
5: the blue puts people to sleep. The red is like it burns worse than green. The green is basic. Uh, the yellow paralyzes. The purple causes all, uh, like a fear effect. They see the red fear. I think the no. pink is basically like a laughing gas.
1: and uh when you uh when you uh spray your opponents uh with said mist uh now do you like uh do you have like a uh um, a, a certain tooth that uh, you uh you bite down on and then a mist comes out or uh, how does that work
5: nah see I keep all my mist in vials uh that I keep on my person because my title is the black blood Alchemist. And I keep everything like basically in vials. So the fans see that I cheat all the time.
1: Oh, so they're not like so they're not like pellets or anything then. Okay, I get mm. it. Nope. Um so, mm-hmm. um you know, if, uh that's, I, I know I knew I could get Molly to laugh at that. So uh in you know, <laughs> like I was talking about how uh, you know, Originally, the the wrestler that used to do the mist was uh, the great Kalbuki, and uh, he used to uh, uh, spray green mist uh, at his opponents. Um, And then, uh, you know, there were a few others, and uh, Tajiri kind of did it for a while. But that's where the whole term uh, Kabuki-ish came in, because whenever anybody does the mist uh, spraying thing gimmick, uh, it's known as uh, they call it, it Kabuki-ish. I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but that's basically what they call that. Uh, Lucian's our guest here. we got about uh, 12 minutes here with Lucian. Take us through uh, your uh, your schedule now for the rest of the year, like uh, when your next match is, where it is, uh, who it might be against, what, what's your upcoming schedule look like.
5: All right. Uh, my Start with next week, or actually this Saturday, rather. This Saturday, I'm going to be wrestling at Delta Wrestling Alliance. Uh, It's in Nottingham, PA. I'm defending the DWA Undisputed Champion against Miller Justice. Uh, The week after that, I am wrestling for RCW in Tower City, PA. And then the last date that I'm wrestling this year, because I'm going to take the rest of December off, is December 4th, and that is another RCW date.
1: And uh, one thing I'd like to ask all our independent wrestlers, and I'll put it to you, uh, you know, unfortunately now Ring of Honor, they're now kaput, done, out of here. So it basically is AEW and the WWE, which seems to be having some issues because of all the wrestlers that they just released. But let's say that you're in an event and uh, an official from AEW or WWE uh, comes up to you at the end of the show and says, hey, we're having tryouts. We'd like you to come, uh, you know, try out such and such a date. Two-part question. I put this to all independent wrestlers. No one ever answers the same. I'll put it to you. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, when you get that big million-dollar contract, would you not big-time listen and still talk to us?
5: <laughs> yeah, well, I'll answer the second one first. Uh, yeah, of course. Like, anytime that you want to have me back on your show, just let me know. Send me a message, and I'll be more than happy to come back on your show anytime you want. Um
1: you know, I do appreciate that because I've uh, I've actually, uh, I'll admit, I've actually bumped you five different times, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you and you and and you're still talking to me after that, so uh, I, I guess that's good. So go ahead, continue. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, I, I enjoy doing uh podcasts stuff with, some, with different people. Like this is the fifteenth podcast that I did for like different companies and stuff, but. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind. I mean, like, I would like to. I mean, getting a contract would just be awesome. It really would. However, like if I stay indies most of my career and stuff, I'll be happy with that too. I'm not really a greedy person, so. Uh,
1: Lucian's our guest here. We have uh, ten minutes here with Lucian. With um. With all that being said, uh, you know, you mentioned you you, you have a three more matches and then you're going to take the rest of December off. Uh, have you already started uh, planning your schedule up for uh, January to hit the door running in 2022, or um, uh, have you are you still waiting on that?
5: Yeah, uh, in January, I was talking to a different promoter down in Tennessee, and uh, it's Pure Wrestling Federation, and they're trying to host the show in uh, January. I'm not sure the exact date, but, I mean, he was talking about booking me, so I'll
1: go. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, do you do you plan on wanting to travel all over, or are you just going to stay in, like, a certain area?
5: I mean, the East Coast is preferred right now. Um <laughs> but I have been also talking to uh, a guy in California with a destination six wrestling and he asked me to come up, but sadly I was booked on the date that he needed me. So he said, he'll let me know if he needs me again. So maybe one day I'll head out to California.
1: Well, you know, uh, you know, Granny, she's affiliated with Wrestling With A Cause, a great nonprofit organization to help kids with cancer. And, uh, and uh, in my neck of the woods here in North Dakota, uh, we have a couple wrestling promotions, you know. Um, I think it would be cool if we could get you up here uh, to North Dakota. Uh, I'll make sure we book you when there's not 10 feet of snow on the ground. But, uh, you know, uh, we uh, I think I think you do pretty good up here, uh, you know, i'm I'm not saying that uh you know um you would uh you you'd probably get over here as a heel but when uh people see uh people here in north Dakota if you were to come down here and i'd I like to arrange it i'll i'll work that out for you you know when they see the whole mist thing and the uh, and the kindle stick thing uh and if especially if you uh if you were to help granny out and uh you know um uh, uh uh, you said Kindle Stick on Sylvester J. Fox, uh, Granny would probably send you a, a batch of cookies. And, uh, you know, that's probably what she'd probably, she'd probably do that for you.
5: <laughs> I, um Yeah, sure. Like, I, if you get me booked, <laughs> I'll try my best to make it out there. I mean, I have never turned down the booking, so we'll have to say
1: and uh like i say as long as you can get here i can uh i can help get i can help get your hotel stuff taken care of that's not a problem uh as a matter of fact uh a uh, new uh sponsor of uh Ken's FM and uh off The uh Attitude are live here uh we have uh Woodspring Suites of Fargo and uh, we'll start running those commercials here um next week so uh we have Lucian as our guest here we have about uh 5 minutes here with Lucian I was kind of curious, you know, you have your, you know, you have the, the whole miss thing that you do, and uh, that's obviously not your finishing maneuver, but uh, that's obviously set up for a finishing maneuver. What is your finishing maneuver? Kind of take us through what it is.
5: It's a ripcord DDT. Um, the it, ripcord DDT is the one that I use the most. Is I'm standing behind my opponent. I grab their uh, right arm, and I swing them out, and then I pull their, same right arm down and as i do i do a swinging ddt in, like one all uh um, all one forward motion
1: talk about talk about devastation at its uh as uh at its peak uh and we do have a little assignment here for everybody uh you go to our off the ropes page you like that you go to Ken's fm uh 89.1 on facebook like that uh Throw $10 a month uh, to help power the tower, uh, we'll get you automatically qualified to win an autograph from a uh, past guest, a future guest, or a current guest. Uh, and, uh, Lucian, I'll understand if you uh, turn us down for this, but would you be willing to send us a few autographs for giveaways for uh, our our show?
5: As soon as I get some made, I will be more than happy to. Um, I will start getting more merch and stuff made in January. So would January be a good time to send you a few Perfect.
1: That'll work. Any, anything you do to help us out, that would be perfect. Uh, we have uh, Lucian uh, Rainrick as our guest here, uh, and we o- we only have a few more minutes here with uh, Lucian. So, with all the uh, with all the good stuff that uh, you know you've done in the past, and all the stuff that uh, you you're, you're going to do um, in the future here, uh, what is right now? Would you say is your ultimate goal right now?
5: My ultimate goal is to help out the feds that I work, uh, work with right now and try to elevate them up. Uh, I got a pretty good social media presence. I have like a 1,000 likes on my uh, Lucian page. Got got 1,000 plus likes on my Eel Carnival, Bella Strega page. So I am going to do my best to just help elevate every place that I work for, and that's my goal at the moment.
1: And uh, just think about this uh, with all the listeners that we have right now, uh, your likes should go up tenfold because, uh, you know, you become friends with the icon or friends with granny, uh, um, you know, or even friends with Molly. uh, I mean, it's only going to elevate you. I mean, if you, if you look at all the stuff that uh, we've accomplished here on the show from where we started out to where we are now, it's just been amazing. And, uh, you know you have been you've been an awesome guest we only have we well, we have about uh 2 minutes here left with you uh and uh yeah you know you mentioned that uh, we could have you on again and we would definitely like to do that uh you know uh keep us abreast of you know what you're doing um you know if you uh, have a big title shot that you're doing or um if you have a big match coming up or if you like Kenzie Page uh we were like i mentioned earlier we were her first interview uh And she signed with a e w and uh I asked her the same question I asked you about the uh about you know still talking to us and uh, I called her up and she said, "Yeah, I got a few minutes uh and I could talk to you and i said well uh i just you said you, were, you you said you would talk to me, and you did uh so that's all I needed. I just needed that ten seconds just for assurance, <laughs> and she still hasn't <laughs> changed her number, which is a good thing so uh you know we want uh you know we hope that uh you know Uh, With all the stuff going on, I know that the WWE, they've cut a lot of people, which is surprising. I don't know what that means for them, but I have a feeling that the independent scene is going to be flooded now with uh, wrestlers that are looking for a gig because AEW can't sign them all, and I don't think they will. But uh, it just makes you wonder what's going on with the WWE over there with uh, with all the cuts and all that other stuff. You know, you just don't know, you know.
5: See, I'm kind of worried about AEW at the moment because it's being, like, way too oversaturated with, like, really big top guys at the moment. And it's got to be a booking nightmare because, I mean, it like, you go backstage at nearly any uh, indie fed, and there's a lot of egos in the, uh, like, in the independent scene. So just imagine when you're up higher how bad the egos are, you know? So I'm worried about the booking situation for that because they have way too many top guys at the moment.
1: Well, you know, kind of like, you know, that's what happened with WCW. You know, they they signed all of uh, Vince McMahon's uh, top stars, and, uh, you know, uh, they were good for a while, and then they all just kind of fizzled out, but... uh, Lucian Rainrick is our guest here. We've got about uh, thirty seconds here. Uh we do appreciate you uh taking time out of uh your schedule to join us and we will definitely have you on again. And uh you have been awesome and uh we wish you best of luck this weekend, uh and through the end of the year and uh, in twenty twenty two we will definitely have you back on.
5: Oh, thank you so much. Uh thank you all. I had a blast being on here.
1: Awesome. No, thank you, buddy. <laughs> All right, uh, Lucian Rainrick, ladies and gentlemen, awesome, awesome interview. Uh, I'll tell you what, we have our uh, next guest coming up here. Uh, we'll go to him in about uh, 60 seconds. Uh, we'll be back after we uh, uh, pay homage to our sponsor. Give us 60 seconds. We'll be back.
7: As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you, who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kenzfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost. And it's as little as $10 a month.
1: And we do hope you uh, help out Power the Tower at $10 a month. It goes a long way to help out 89.1 Ken's FM, especially if you like what we're doing here on Monday night and listen to all the great music that Ken plays and all the great shows that Ken has, including ours. Uh, But right now, we have... Our third guest of the night, and he is stepping out of the green room right now, and he is walking down the aisle. And this is going to be a most interesting interview, to say the least. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy will tell you exactly what it's like to be the bodyguard of, I don't know, guys like Brett Michaels and a few others. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the man about town. He is John
8: Murray. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Big John, and you're listening to the Attitude Era on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the Icon, and the Big Swing Granny Hofster. Hey John,
1: thank you for joining us tonight. How are you?
8: Good. How are you guys?
1: Good. Uh, John Murray is our guest yeah. here. We've got uh, 38 minutes, and we've got a lot to cover here in a short time. Uh, I <laughs> want to introduce you, John, to our our, 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 our co-host. I have uh, Granny Hulkster on my left here, and we have uh, Molly Jane on my right. And uh, they're going to be asking you a few questions here after uh, we uh, talk about this. Uh, but first off, what we'd like to do is have you give it a little background
8: about yourself, and then we'll uh, have some fun with the interview. <laughs> Sure, sure. Uh, Grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Started in uh, professional wrestling in 1996. Uh, Had a neck injury that prevented me from going any further. And through that, I wound up working for the, uh, continuing on in the entertainment business, working with the band Rat. And uh, it carried over to going on tour with Poison. Uh, Brett and I and Ricky Rocket really uh, clicked. We got along well. We had an instant connection. And uh, from there, I've been with Poison for twenty something, twenty plus years. And uh, through that, I got to work with bands like Kid Rock and Brian Setzer and Saliva and Nickelback and Cinderella and you name it. I- I've been there.
1: And uh, you you mentioned that and, uh, uh, about
8: five years. Well, about five years ago, I got back into professional wrestling, and I've been wrestling on the independent scenes uh, and doing some doing some uh, dark dark matches. Uh, throughout the uh, throughout the leagues. But uh, I've been part of the Five Most Wanted um, with Sean Casey, who's a former WWE and WCW talent. Uh, Cody Hawk, who has been instrumental in training some of the world's biggest talent in professional wrestling. Shauna Reed, who is now the uh, women's champ for Dustin Rhodes Wrestling Academy down in Texas. That just happened. So we, we've got quite the... Uh, Quite the talent roster going.
1: And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, where you grew up at, so you should be able to know this. If I say OH, you would say
8: I-O, uh, oh, baby.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. Go Buck. Go Buck, guys. There you go. Uh, we have uh John big John is our guest here. We've got thirty six minutes. I'm gonna ask you a few questions then we'll do a round table and then uh we're gonna come back to me and I'm gonna uh we're gonna start by talking about wrestling, then we're gonna open the doors and talk about some other good uh good stuff. Uh, sure, so, sure.
8: Now, open the book, so ask away.
1: All right, and uh, of course we will keep all this PG of course. Uh now <laughs> when you uh when you wrestle uh, do you consider yourself to be a uh, high
8: flyer like a
1: uh, Ray Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler <laughs> like a Bret Hart? Not. Or are you a brawler Absolutely like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? My,
8: neither. None of the above. What I consider myself is to be – some. I, I follow in the characteristics and the likeness of someone like a Kevin Nash. I'm an enforcer. I'm too big to be flying. I'm too. There's no reason that I should ever leave my feet as big as I am. I'm 6'7", uh, 330 pounds. There is absolutely no reason for me to ever leave my feet. So what I'll do is, I'll let them take.
1: Wow. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Being that big, you know, uh, I myself, I'm between, uh, I'm between uh, five seven and six foot, depending on what convenience store I'm leaving. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, Big Swing, for that. Uh, John Murray is our guest here. We have. Uh, we have about 34, 34 minutes here. So now, because you're a big guy, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're kind of a intimidating guy. Uh, that's why I, I, I've never called you at 2 in the morning like our past guest. But uh, are, are you more of a baby face, a heel, an in-between, well, or are you more uh, of a proud
8: guy? You know what? We've gone, we've gone ba- complete baby. We've gone complete heel. We're uh, with the Five Most Wanted. We are, um, for lack of better terms, we're the we're the people everyone loves to hate. Uh, We're like we're like a modern day DX. You know what I mean? Um, There's five of us. We give the people what they want. We don't always um, follow the PC guidelines or the wrestling guidelines. We do our own thing. People don't like us for it. We're heels. We're babies. We're whatever you want us to be.
1: Well, this is going to get interesting then, Uh, Granny. Uh, We have John Murray as our guest here, and uh, we have uh, 33 minutes, and he is uh, heelish. So what do you got for our guest? Go ahead, Granny. Well,
2: (laughs) this is Granny Holkster, and I am a really big – I have been a wrestling fan from, gosh, I don't know how long. I mean, I'm not just your average wrestling fan. I mean, I have – Seen the likes of Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer, The Rock and Roll Express, Diamond Dallas Page. Wow. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, Trevor Murdoch. I mean, I, yeah, and, and I do not like the hippies. I will talk. I will get in your face, and I will boo you, and I will holler at you, and I will tell you.
0: You're who I love. I will call you a
2: chicken if I have to. I am that true wrestling fan
8: that you don't see anymore, hardly. You are who I I love love. when I I come across that in the crowd, and you are who Mm -hmm. I will zero in on every time.
2: Oh, Yeah. And I've got my you, own personal gimmick, gimmick shirt that says, what you're going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you.
8: <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. You, you I had I one make, wrestler. Make hell of, you and I could make oh, a yeah. show together.
2: Oh, yeah. I had one wrestler one night. He got in my face, and he was, he was one of my very best friends. I've known him for probably 20-plus years. And he got in my face, and he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? And I grabbed my keys <laughs> out of my purse, and I doubled up my fist in his face. I got hit him in his nose. I said, baby, I don't <laughs> need no curfew. I got keys to the building.
8: There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it.
1: Uh, uh, John Murray's so, our guest here. we got about 32 minutes. Go ahead, Granny.
2: No, I was just going to say, so when you, did, when you did wrestle, I mean, what was one of your most, challenging matches you had and who was it against
8: uh you know what i just recently stopped i, I was wrestling all the way up till august in august i went into complete really? heart failure yeah i i uh i went into complete heart failure um i have a, a medical contraption now it's called an elvad that's basically keeping me alive till i get a heart transplant i am still involved with wrestling on the independent circuit i become i've become a commentator uh, more like more along the lines of a heel commentator for the FGW here in Cincinnati, Ohio, with Cody Hawk and and quite a few other talents. I believe uh, the, uh, there's going to be a big release here, a big reveal here in the next few weeks as to who's coming back. Um, if you do your homework on Cody Hawk, you'll see some of the people that he's trained: uh, Eli Drake, John Moxley, uh, Pepper Parks. The list goes on and on and on and on, and uh, Shark Boy. I mean. It's, oh, yeah, it's very, and, uh, we got, there's going to be some talent coming back. Um, but I've become like a heel commentator because I can no longer get into the ring, obviously. Uh, but one, I think one of the most challenging things that we ever did was, um, good Lord. You know, it's, I, I will tell, I'll tell you this. Um, we did a wrestling show uh, for the uh, the expo in Indianapolis last year. and uh, there was a, there was an expo, I believe it was on Memorial Day weekend of last year. Um, and uh, you know when you, the business, as you know, is so small once you're involved with it, just like the music business, you know what I mean it, it, when you're on the outside looking in, it looks so big, but you meet so many, so many people uh, throughout the years that are involved in wrestling, their talent or everything. And you're, you work with some of your biggest idols. The, the most challenging match I ever did was against uh, the boogeyman because he, Yeah, he's one of the most talented people and one of the most real genuine people that I have ever met in this business besides Shane Douglas, of course, uh, from the ECW and, uh, it, he, you know, it's very hard to go out and, you know, perform against somebody that you respect with, uh, for so many years and on such a level. And when you, oh, yeah. and, it, and it clicks and you, and ev- everything falls into place, it's the most amazing feeling in the world. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just, getting to, it's just getting to that spot where everything clicks though. Cause there's, there were several times that we'd be running spots and I'm like, Oh God, this is Boogeyman. Oh, God. This is the Boogeyman. Oh, my God. Is,
2: I've had a lot of friends that have this. actually wrestled against the Boogeyman, and they, like, had to eat worms. Every single one of them had to eat worms somewhere throughout their matches. Oh, yeah. Matches day. Oh, yeah, I did that.
8: I did that. Uh,
1: John Murray's our guest here. we got about the 28 minutes. Now, I'm going to uh, uh, tell a quick story here about the Boogeyman. Now, I was able to actually scratch a thing off my bucket list because of the Boogeyman, I actually got to deliver worms to the Boogeyman. And, uh... (laughs) Little did I know that he said, uh, "Okay, uh, are those are the worms there." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, good. Pick one." I said, "Why? You're gonna eat one?" I said, "No, I'm not." He said, "Yeah, you are." I said, N- "I don't think so." And I ran out of there. And if it wouldn't have been for Eugene, uh, I would have been eating worms that day. <laughs> oh
8: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I ate them a couple of times, and I'll tell you what: you bite down into them, and it's pretty nasty.
1: Yeah, That's which is why you can't there. ever take the which is why you can never take the boogeyman fishing, because he would eat the bait. Uh, We have John Murray as our guest here. We've got 28 minutes. Now, uh, John, I want to introduce you to our our, our other co-host, Molly Jane. Uh, She's going to be in the January issue of uh, Playboy. Now, she should have been uh, with uh, Brett Michaels in the Rock of Ages uh, uh, TV show. But, uh, Molly, go ahead. What do you got for our guest? Maybe you can hire him as a bodyguard when you uh, become Playmate of the Year.
3: Yeah, I'd love that. Um, um, Molly,
1: how are you, there?
3: Hi, I'm great. Um, I guess my question would be, um, what was it like working security for like so many influential like artists?
8: And it, I guess maybe it, what know, was
3: the most memorable memorable gig that you worked?
8: <laughs> well, obviously, I'm still involved with Brett Michaels. He not only is he. Uh, not only is he an artist that I work for, but we are like brothers. I have, I, I love and respect that man, and I will till the day I die. Again, I, I say again. Can you hook us up with him? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I can do my best. Uh, that's that's completely up to his management team. I don't. I still, uh, I still help him out when I can. But what I do do is, we've we've crossed that barrier from employer to employee. And we have become like brothers. We are the best of friends. We've shared the good, the bad, and the ugly. But that being said, I think the most enjoyable gig I've ever had was, jeez, uh, I would say working for Brian Setzer the Stray Cats.
1: Now, um, yeah, we're going we're to talk about more about that. Uh, Molly, you have, a, you have a follow-up question? Molly, you still there?
3: Yeah, (laughs) already. Yeah. Do you have a follow-up question? Uh, no, no. I'm John. All right.
8: Uh, You know, let me let me rephrase (laughs) that. Let me rephrase that because Brian was a really good employer, and we had a lot of fun. But I think the most enjoyable time that I've had was going to Europe with uh, Saliva Nickelback and Three Doors Down and Fuel. We had a lot of fun. We were over there for like six weeks, and that was in like 2001, 2002. That was the most enjoyable time that I had because we we really had a lot of fun over there.
3: I'm super jealous of you on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, let's, uh, uh, we have, uh, we have uh, Big John as our guest here. We have uh, 25 minutes. Uh, And uh, the cool thing is um, we uh, always, uh, not to take anything away from uh, our other guests tonight, but we always uh, save the big, uh, the big, Long question, uh, people, for the the last section of the show because we have a lot to cover in a short time. But uh, I want to I want to kind of ask you now. You uh, you said you've been with Brett Michaels for you know twenty plus years, and you guys are like brothers, which is really cool. Now, have you uh, were you on uh, any of the sets of his reality shows?
8: Oh, absolutely, every one of them. I mean, I, I did I did three seasons of The Rock of Love. Um, I, I've li- I've lived at Brett's house where they filmed uh, Life as I Know It. I, I, I've lived there. I've lived in his guest house. I mean, like I said, this this is with Brett. It's not a a, a seasonal gig with with Brett and and the guys from Poison. It's a full time gig. You you know they they continue to keep you working. For instance, during the whole COVID outbreak for the last year and a half, year and a half ish, whatever. Brett kept every one of his employees on payroll from his solo tours, simply because he was like, "I'm not going to let anybody be influenced by this. You're going to continue to stay on payroll, make the same amount of money that you did. We just, we've got to get through this." You know what I mean? It's like it's there's, uh, you know, the reality shows are the reality shows, and then of course Brett Brett told BH1, "This The Rock of Love." He said, "I'm not doing this without John." John's my right hand guy. I know he knows everything about me. We have a chemistry and I will not do it without him. So they had to, they had to uh to make it happen.
1: Now I'll understand if you don't want to answer this question, but you know, being his being his right hand, his left hand, his security, uh, you know, uh the there were uh, there were a lot of uh, interesting gals uh, that uh, tried to compete for uh, the love of Brett Michaels, um, whatever you want to say. Now, did any of those uh, those gals uh, gravitate towards you after uh, they got the heave ho off the show?
8: <laughs> <laughs> there were a few of them. There was one that I actually dated for a while. Her name was Corey Hutchins. She was on the second season. And uh, yep. we dated, I think, for no, three or four months. It just it didn't work out. She had other plans. I, uh, I, I was in a different mindset back then. I did a lot of drinking, did a lot of partying, did a lot of everything, and uh, I just I, I wasn't ready to settle down. And I don't think she was either. I think it was more of a uh, where can we go from here and let's try to make our own, you know, notch in reality TV, which never worked. And we both realized that it was just time to move on, and we did amicably. I mean, she's—I she, don't know—I don't talk to her anymore. But uh, from what I understand, she was doing very well for quite a while, and good for her. You know what I mean? I, I don't wish anybody harm or, or ill ill will.
1: And think about this, John. Because you're on my show right now, because you're on our show right now. Think of how jealous she is. Because you're here, and she's like, we, we, we have all these listeners right now, and you're getting all the glory and she's not because you're on the show right now. Think about that.
8: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, it was like, once again, it's not a competition. I mean, she was, she was a very, very dear, near and dear to me at the time. She was a good person and it just, it just didn't work out. I mean, she, she became very successful in her own right. I believe she had a band. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, her, her sister did a band and they did very well in the Atlanta area. Did quite a few gigs, so I mean, she she had her taste of it. She's she, and I don't think she's doing it anymore, but she had her taste of it. And luckily, I'm very blessed that my life continued to move on in the music and entertainment business and professional wrestling and movies. You know, I mean it's um, uh, it, it, it's a great it's a great feeling to know that 15 16 years after we did Rock the Love, that I'm still involved with it in in the movies and the wrestling and with Brett and everybody else.
1: Uh, John Murray is our guest here. We've got about uh, 20 minutes here with uh, Big John. Now, here, here's – and I'll understand if you can't answer this, but, uh, you know, being uh, being a bodyguard of, you know, like Brian Setzer and, uh, you know, Brett Michaels, did you ever have to uh, – did you ever have any situations where uh, you had to throw the beat down, as they say, to like maybe a – Crazy fan or anything? That did did that ever happen mm-hmm. to you, or is does well, it still ha- or Can't you talk about that? Good,
8: if you're good, in the, well, one case, well, I won't talk about. But I will tell you this: in, in my line of work, if you're good at what you do, you'll you, you'll never have to put your hands on anybody. I I became the very first tour that I ever did. I thought being security, be, being a quote unquote bodyguard, was all about intimidation and and tactics and scaring the shit out of people. So sorry, scaring the hell out of people. Um, it's not. What it is, Is and I've trained, I've brought in many people into this business over the years. I've, I've trained many people. If you're a good diplomat, you can diffuse any situation before it even starts. And I, I tell people, I tell people, they're like, hey, you need to hire me because I can beat people up. You need to hire me because I can fight. And I was like, well, you're already fired. Yeah, I, I, want, I want diplomats. I want people that can defuse the situation, not escalate it and make it worse.
1: So now would you say that, with that being said, you know, because uh, I've, I've – look, like, let, let me t- – uh, I want to tell our listeners this about John. Now, sure. John is, is a big guy and he's 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 a tall guy and he's an intimidating guy and uh like i say I, I would never call him at two in the morning but uh you know he uh he did serve our country in the marine corps and uh you know uh you, uh you mentioned that uh you said you're how tall
8: six foot seven
1: he's six foot seven, so that means like my uh, like my uh uncle used to say, he could go bear hunting with a switch, ladies and gentlemen. Uh so
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I love it. Um uh I, I could uh, I could go bear hunting but I would have to uh I'd have to have a bulletproof vest, uh and uh yeah, maybe absolutely. a baseball bat and some dynamite. But anyway, uh that's another story for another time. Uh Murray is our guest here. We got uh uh 18 minutes. Now you got to admit though, being with, uh, working with all these guys. Now you, you started out with, uh, you, you started out with, uh, Brian Setzer, right. Then you went to Brett Michaels or was it no, vice versa? No, I started, or I
8: started with, I started with rat. Then I went to poison in 2000, 99. I started with rat in 98 with the poison in 99. Um, in 97, I did some touring, not on payroll or anything with Cinderella. I, I, I followed them around and hung out with them. But, uh, from Rat, I went to Poison. From Poison in 2001, I went and took Saliva on their induct, induct, introductory tour into the world of music. Uh, they did their showcase for Island Def Jam in Memphis, and I was blessed to work again with one of the greatest tour managers in the world, his Larry Moran, who taught me everything that I've ever needed to know as far as the, the professional side of the business. Um, and uh, we went with Saliva and Three Doors Down and Fuel and I did, some, did some shows with Nickelback uh, over in Europe, and then we were part of the MTV Campus Invasion Tour. Then from that, I went to work for Kid Rock for four years. Um, and then I came back started with Brett on his solo material, his Brett Michaels Band, which carried back over into Poison. And I've done... Uh, Let's see, after that, I did uh, I did a, a year with Brian Setzer. I called Brett and said, hey, I got this job opportunity. What do I do? He's take it. We're not doing anything. We're going to write a new album. Take it. So I worked with Brian for about a year and a half, and uh, great, absolutely amazing tour. We did a tour with DZ Top and the Pretenders, and uh, then I came back to Poison, and I've been with him ever since.
1: Now, so now when when you when you go with all these different uh all the different people like kid rock and rat and all this now uh do you uh is it like one of those things now for, forgive me this is a, this is a off the wall ridiculous question but did, did you like go through like uh, a classified ad or did uh, they uh no, did someone no, uh, give your name to them or how did that
8: how did that transpire it's simply word of mouth from people that you have worked with like i said, if you if you make a very good impression in this business, it, it's small enough to where production managers and tour managers and you know stage managers and just a simple guitar techs and crews and everybody else, if you make a good enough impression, your name stays in their in their mindset. And for instance, with Kid Rock, I got a phone call from somebody that I worked with with Poison who wound up being who was Kid Rock's estate manager at the time. Because he was from Detroit. He calls me up and says, hey, Bobby's got uh, three sold-out shows in Detroit. I'm offering you this job. If you can do three sold-out shows in Detroit, you've got the gig forever. And I was like, okay, cool. So I came up and did my thing. And uh, Bobby flipped out like, wow, this kid's good. I like. I mean, he says kid, you know what I mean? He's the only person in this business that's ever called me Johnny. And I absolutely love it. Um, but you know, he, he, he trusted me with his most prized possessions and his most valuable and expensive possessions because he knew that I treated his stuff as my own. And his wardrobe cases and everything else were better than they were ever. And he walked into the dressing room and he goes, Who the hell are you? Like like you're who I've been waiting for. You know, I'm like, I'm here it's he okay, you're saying <laughs>
1: Uh John Murray's our guest here, and uh we have about uh, 14 minutes. So, now let kind of take us through here. You're 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 the backup bodyguard for Brett Michaels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Show starts. He hits the stage. Where are you? Are you backstage? Are you in front of the stage? No, are you always, out in the crowd somewhere? I'm always
8: stage left. I'm always always what what you call stage left. If you're if you're in the crowd looking at the at stage, I'm always to the right of where you're looking. Um, And the reason is is because I have to keep my eyes on Brett the entire show uh, because Brett has been a diabetic since he's been six years old. And not only does he very, very frequently get low blood sugars that I know how to deal with, and I have to have everything ready in what we call a quick change. But we also have spots and cues throughout the show where I'll interact with him. He'll call me out on stage. I get veterans up on the stage every night for, uh, the tribute that he does with the song something to believe in there, there's a lot of a lot of gears that happen during a Brett Michael show and a Poison show that they have to keep spinning and myself and a few other people make sure that those gears are still spinning
1: now uh you know you you you're, you're known as uh, Big John now was that was that y- your wrestling name or did uh Kid Rock give that to you or Brett
8: give that to you you know I I don't know where that came from I honestly don't know it's it's a name that stuck with me. I think it uh, I think it started in, uh, good Lord. I think it started when I was in my first marriage in, like, 90, 94. So I think my nephew Jake started calling me that, and it just, like, carried over, and, like, I started using the name. It was really weird. I, I, I think that's the first time anybody ever called me that. Because now, you are- when I was growing up, I was... I was a little kid till I hit about eighth grade.
1: And then uh then you shot up like a tree, right?
8: I grew seven inches that summer. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, you are familiar, Mar- I was six four, two fifty five.
1: Wow. Uh so you obviously were you obviously must have played football or you wrestled oh, yeah. or football. obviously. Football, yeah, because I'll tell you what if you went to my high school with that stats, we would have been able to order our championship rings when you were an uh when you were a sixth grader <laughs> yep, <laughs> uh absolutely. john John Murray's our guest here now uh, here here's my, here's a here's kind of a off the wall funny question for you for the night for you now you are familiar with the song big John right you've heard it
8: sure absolutely with Jimmy Dean, absolutely
1: yeah now uh, i'm going to uh this is your time, but I'm just going to tell you a quick little story when I was uh uh, how old was I? I was fifteen years old and I went to the Roger Maris Golf Tournament here in Fargo and uh and you're listening to eighty nine point one Kens FM here in Fargo. Uh I went to the Roger Maris Golf Tournament and Jimmy Dean uh was one of the was one of the celebrities. And uh, I actually nope. got to go up and sing yeah, I actually got to go up and sing Big uh Big John with him, you know. And uh <laughs> he awesome. says here's your Yeah, he said, Here's your part you're gonna sing. Big John, Big John, big, yep. Bad John. Now he said, "Can you remember that?" I said, "Yeah, he said, what are you going to sing?" And I sang, he said, "Try and sing a little better, would you?" you know know, you know, it's kind of, you know, I, I am known as the icon, but like when I, when I met Billy Crystal, he said, "So you're the icon, huh? I bet in high school you're known as Pick him last." Uh, you know. <laughs>
8: that sounds like something to
1: you. Anyway. Uh well we'll get back to the interview. John Murray's our guest here. Uh we have uh we have about uh, ten minutes left. I wish it was ten more years, but so kinda of take us through now. Uh what's uh, the rest of your 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 year look like in your schedule? What uh, what do you got
8: upcoming? Uh right now I the rest of this year. Not a whole lot. I'm going to continue to do commentating on the independent circuit here in Ohio. It gets televised in Dayton, Toledo, I believe Indianapolis. Um, I've got. I'm, I'm actually on a heart transplant list, so I'm kind of um, taking it kind of slow. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking to have a heart transplant probably within the next year. Once that's done, I'll get back to uh, to living life and doing the doing the fun stuff that that comes with it. But i have just basically retired, and uh, other than commentating, and just waiting for my time to get hard. You know, the weird thing is, all the touring, all the wrestling, all everything, it it takes its toll on your body. Believe me, everything that comes with it takes its toll, and I'll be the first to tell you, I think I took part in every aspect of what comes with it.
1: (laughs) So now, uh, are you going to go... So once you get your transplant, are you going to go back out on tour then, or are you,
8: are you done with yeah. that? Yeah, I will. I will. I will I will. definitely go back out. Uh, that's my life. You know what I mean? I'm like, if I'm going to die, it's going to be on my terms. That is my life. That's right. what I've excelled in. I will, I will do it till, the, till I can't do it anymore. And right now, I just have to take a hiatus. Brett and I have talked. I've talked to the people from Death Leopard, and Night Ranger, and everything else. They're like, when you get better and you're ready, you let us know when you have a job.
1: And uh, so our fans can uh, uh, keep track of that. Uh, can they follow you on you – got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, yeah, Facebook, TikTok. What do you Facebook,
8: got? My Facebook is just standard John Murray. It's got a picture of me. Um, Where's that picture? Hold on. It's got a picture of me and my dress blues from the Marine Corps. Um, I, and right I, I love that
1: picture. I love that picture. Thank you. Thank
8: you. And then my – Now, my, I hope uh, you like – my Twitter is just at Big John three six two three. You know. Um and Instagram is I believe Big John three three three.
1: And uh I hope you like that uh, cool collector's card made for you as well. I love
8: that. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah, my Instagram is Big John three three three. So I love right. you know, I, I love all that. You know, I, I uh I will always take gifts. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, that, that that leads me to my, my next question now, um, you know, because uh, our, our, our fans are talking about this in the chat room right now because they're wondering why I'm going to ask this. So here, here it comes. Um, you know, uh, I'm in Fargo, North Dakota, and uh, we sometimes Fargo. do get. Yeah, we sometimes do get, uh, uh, I, I don't know the next time uh, poison's here, but my question to you is uh, if uh, when they do get here and you're uh, working security, might I be able to call you up? And uh, my, this is my, actually my, my, my new wife. I'm a new married man. I was married on September 25th. Uh, my wife loves poison, and she has uh, – she she wanted to marry Brett Michaels before she married me, but uh, I guess I won out on that battle. But uh, you know, if they ever come to Fargo and I get a hold of you, uh, might you be able to get me a, a ticket for her? I, I understand you want to get a ticket I'll for get, me, get but get to, a ticket for her?
8: No, no, no. I'll get, you, I'll get you a ticket, and as long as it's a Poison show. Uh, remind, now, yeah. Remember, next year, next year we got the huge sold out stadium tour. It's Motley Crue, Poison, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett. That's still going through. It's still going to happen. Um, unfortunately, tickets have been sold sold out for these shows for two years now. So there's there's very very little that I can do for comp tickets for that. But if it's ever Poison, Alone, or Brett Michaels solo band, you call me. I'll make sure that it happens and you're hooked up. Awesome,
1: and uh, you heard, you heard it here, folks. Now. Uh, You know, one thing I I ask uh, you know all independent wrestlers, and I I don't really have to ask it to you because I kind of know the answer, but I like to ask all the our independent wrestlers. Like you know, when you get when you get to the big time in the wrestling business, you know, would you uh, not big time us and still talk to us? But you know, you're 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 a regular guy, John, and uh, you know most people, uh, you know, with your stat with your stature and your status, uh, you're would say, well, why would I want to come on your show? Why would I want to do this? But, you know, you're you're just a regular guy,
8: and uh, See, that's one thing that you like want to this hammer, this. hammer home, it's right? You don't big-time anybody. No, I never will big-time anybody. It's shows like this that keep your career going, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, there was a, a gentleman who I met in the music business many, 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 many years ago. His name was Scotty Ross, one of the greatest tour managers and production managers I ever met. And uh, he, he told a, a few of still some of the biggest name artists in the world. I'm not going to say who, because they kind of uh, they kind of rockstar or uh, a few fans. They wanted some pictures and they wanted some stuff signed. They were like, nope. And they got on the bus and Scotty looked at them and he said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, if you ever do that again, first of all, not am I gone, not only am I gone, but you better remember one thing. Your career will end as quick as, it's, as it started if you make those people upset because they're the ones who continue to buy your tickets. They're the ones that keep you in business. And my, I, I tell people, I've told people for 30 years, I pinch myself every once in a while. I wake up, I'm like, I cannot believe how blessed I've been because I'm just some kid from Cincinnati, Ohio who was horrible in school could have gone to any college that I wanted to in the world, went in the Marines thinking that was going to change my life. And I got out and somehow, some way the stars aligned and I got very lucky. What I do does not require talent. I wish I knew how to play a guitar. I wish I knew how to sing, but they can do that because of me. And I'm very blessed to have lived that life, even though, you know,
1: and, and I'll never forget it. You know, and, um, uh, I'm actually getting kind of emotional, John, uh, saying that uh, he- or hearing you say that because, uh, you know, there are there are guys that, uh, you know, think that they're better than anybody else because they're famous. You know, I I've oh, ran into a few like that, you know, well, I, I'm not going to name their names.
8: Well, there's, there's nothing worse than meeting someone that you've idolized or, or followed and, and, and really been a fan of and they're they're rude, should i say for, for lack of better terms you know it right. it's, it's it's horrible it's absolutely horrible and I don't, it does, it's not only music it's movies it's everything you know i've been in a few movies i've been in you know and i met some people who uh were the absolute most amazing people and they're continuing to be some of the biggest actors in in hollywood today and i'm like wow the impression that they made and they never Ever forget who you are You want to You see them again On, an, on another movie set They're like Hey John What's up You know So it's 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 really cool You know
1: And uh, You know Also saying that Like uh, You know our, uh, our 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 guest host Molly You know She's going to be In uh, the January issue Of Playboy And uh, you know um, yeah. When I found out That she's going to be She's a friend of mine And uh, I hope she'll continue To be a friend of mine And I know she will But uh, you know, Molly, uh, I'll bring you back here real quick. Now, you feel the same way, right? Uh, you know, you're going to be, you know, you're going to become a star. You're going to get that playmate of the year, and you're going to get that cat, uh, that convertible, and then you're going to drive up to Fargo, and you're going to give me a ride and throw me out of it. But, you know, <laughs> you, you feel the same way, right?
3: Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, I can only wish that success, you know. I'm all about working hard, and I'm truly blessed to have come as far as I have in the industry that I am in. But, you know, you get nowhere in life by treating people horribly and your fans are what make you. Without them, you're nothing. So it's always good to treat as well.
1: Very true. And, and, uh, you know, uh, Granny's been a a friend of mine for years and Molly's been a great friend of mine and uh, she's been on the show here. uh, This is her third time. She's part of the Three Timers Club and John, I hope. We'll, um, what I want to do here, when you find out that uh, you're going to get your transplant, uh, and before you go into surgery, uh, if you if you would be able to come back on with us either before you go in or after, uh, you know, we would like to uh, you know send our prayers and everything to you uh, for a speedy recovery. Uh, I myself, I had two heart, I had two heart attacks, uh, and I live to tell about both of them uh most nope. people don't and uh the heart well, is not five. something
8: that you want to mess with you know no i've had five. i've had five of them and uh yeah you know some of them were some of them were stronger than the other ones they're like oh you had a heart attack I was like i did the, the the last one that i had was that was the uh that was the kicker
1: and uh you know the now don't take this the wrong way john but um you know the reason why uh you know you you're getting a new heart It's because your heart is so big they want to give you a bigger one. And I <laughs> hope you understand that's what one, I mean by that. That's
8: one of the re- Absolutely. I appreciate that. I know that that's one of the reasons it's taken so long is because I am so big so I can't use a normal person's heart. So unfortunately someone big is going to have to to die in order for me to live on, but it'll happen.
1: Right. And uh and you you they haven't told you how long that's going to take. And uh, hopefully it'll be sooner than later. Uh, but uh, we have uh John Murray's our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. We got uh, just a few more minutes here and uh, you know, I'll tell you what, we had a great show uh, tonight uh, and uh, we want to thank uh, granny for joining us again. And uh, we want to thank uh, Molly for filling in for a big swing. Um, you know, he, he, uh, uh you know that's the thing uh John I mean uh Big Swing uh he's uh he owns a, he owns his own bar now and uh he's a he's a radio guy and uh he hasn't forgot his roots here on the show but uh you know uh, you know he's not able to join us as so much as he used to now that we are on 89.1 Kent FM but we uh I I do want to thank you very much John for joining us tonight you have been most awesome and you've been wonderful and uh, and you thank know, you I for your uh, service,
2: John.
8: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's it's, and, it's, it's uh, absolutely my pleasure to join your show, and I would love to be on it again. We, let's make this happen. Right, and I hey, I, I, I have your maybe phone. Maybe
1: we can yeah.
2: Maybe we can get him to be a guest host some night too.
8: Yeah, definitely,
1: yeah, definitely. We could,
8: we could have some fun with it.
1: Uh, and uh, John, well, John, as Big Swing would say. Uh, did he Big Swing would ask you, did you give Icon your phone number? And then, John, your answer is, would that be yes or no? Did you give me your phone number?
8: Of course I did.
1: And Big Swing would say, now why would you do that? He's going to call you at 2 in the morning.
8: <laughs> Believe me, you're not the only one that calls me at 2 in the morning. <laughs> all right well
1: i'll tell you what we uh i am getting the uh, i'm getting the uh the cut uh from our uh from our uh producer here we gotta get going uh everybody join us next week ken's f m eighty nine point one f m here in fargo and uh join us next week same time same channel and uh we will be back and everybody be safe love each other be nice to each other and we'll see you all next week
0: no, thank you,